0: Welcome to the Sales Development Podcast, your go-to resource for all things pipeline and revenue production in the tech sales world. Technology marketing, sales development, sales, and revenue operations have combined to create the go-to market engine fueling the success of SaaS startups and established companies alike. Each week, the Sales Development Podcast dives deeply into the strategies, tactics, people, processes, and technology that fuels the revenue machine. The Sales Development Podcast is brought to you by TenBound. Get more free resources, insights, and intelligence today at tenbound.com. And be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube.
1: Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am honored and blessed with our guest today, Mr. Joe Petruzzi, CEO of Nova. How
2: are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing pretty, pretty good. It's Wednesday, so week's almost over, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it today. I think it's going to be a good episode. It is. Yeah. I mean, I'm super excited
1: to meet you. You know, obviously, my co author on the book is Kyle Van Voris, and you guys have been working together to develop a real solution for a pain point that we all feel, which is trying to optimize performance of sales, sales development, and the go to market team. So, first and foremost, how did you get involved in this? And how did you get involved with Kyle?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a funny story. So I won't go like back into diapers like that bad. But in college, I actually studied <laughs> robotics engineering, I was actually going to be like an engineer. That was my background. I like the you know product development, making systems automation, that's kind of like the stuff I enjoyed. But I didn't like the what I was working on, right. So I ended up making a marketing consulting company, because I, I enjoyed that as on the side. And it became an outbound marketing consulting, kind of like SDR, you know, outbound related consulting. So we would do like automated outbound email sequences, LinkedIn back in the good old days. And uh, and that's what I ran. So I did that for years. And I met Kyle, I think like two years ago, actually, I had a SaaS idea, an unrelated SaaS idea. And I asked for his feedback on it. So we kept in touch. And then yeah, what happened was, I started making my own sales team for the consulting company. This is like 2021, I think, or 2020. And I actually did horrible. So I, I burned through 40 sales reps, because either I had to fire them, or they churned. And it was my fault, right? It was a terrible setup. I didn't have my... Ducks in a row. So what happened was I, I faced a lot of issues with that. But at the end, I had about four SDRs at one time and it was going okay. You know, we were like roaming around, but they were sending me end of day reports and like air table, I think it was. And I didn't know what was going on. So there was this kind of single day I remember where I was just really frustrated. We only had like three meetings booked, I think, out of all four of them for like the last like over 30 days. And I was like, let me just sit down and like figure out what's going on. I've been kind of nonstop working, you know, for the last two months now. So I just put all the data in one place and shout out to your table, right? They did a decent job with that. So I put a little dashboard together, broke it down by rep, all that stuff. And it took me like two hours. But I finally was like, oh, dude, I think it was like an activity problem and also a little bit of a conversion rate problem on on lead booking. Like there was like two major things. And I realized what it was. And this whole time, I was like almost mad that it wasn't working I didn't have the right data, and also I didn't have the time to do this every day either. It took me two hours, like I said. Like if I did this kind of you know analyzing every day, it would just take too long. So that's where Nova was kind of like the idea that came up. So I interviewed like thirty people in my network. I had a very like kind of solopreneur consultant network at the time, so a lot of them said they had a similar thing with like their small sales teams. So we built it, and that was all twenty twenty two. It went really well, but we actually found out that we really went after the wrong market. I can double click on that later, but. We went after very small sales teams at very early stage companies that not even tech startups, like just early, early stage. So we had a lot of churn, and I had a lot of features I planned to build for maybe a more traditional tech sales environment, like we're used to. I saw some pain points, so I was going to build that, but we had horrible churn, and midway through the year, it was the pinnacle moment. My CTO quit on me, so I was like, I guess so. I like you know, like what are we going to do with the code? So, really rough time in my life. Kyle, who I was already talking to, we just had a call just to catch up. And we were chatting. I was telling him all about this. And he was like, dude, we should partner up. And I was like, yeah, dude, you can send us leads. We can send you leads. And all of a sudden we kept talking. And he was like, we should partner up. Like, we should do something together. And we kept talking about it. And we realized like this could be something there. So we chatted for a couple months. He actually sent a couple of his team members out to meet me and everything. And we decided it was good. And we decided to come together as kind of a, a new company, but also, you know, like a new product. And since, so basically they acquired us, that was like December last year. And since then we actually were able to finish the version two of Nova, we were able to ramp up the product development a lot quicker and got a lot of growth resources for them as well. So now the cool thing is we are releasing Nova version two is a brand new product. It's going to be completely free. It comes out like a week or so. And that's when we've been kind of underground building. So um, yeah, it's really, really exciting stuff. And Kyle, I can also double click on this later. Kyle was able to give us a really good content feature in Nova that we didn't have before working with them. So now we actually have another layer of awesomeness in Nova, if you will. So I'm super happy about that as well. But that's the uh, the high level.
1: Interesting. Okay. So how does it work? So say you're trying to manage your SDR team or your sales team and the results are starting to lag and there's all these different data points. So how would it work in your world?
2: Yeah. So with Nova, basically we have a, for SDRs, at least they'll, they'll input their data, right? So You'll set up like all your roles on metrics. And basically you'll say I'm an SDR. I'll have a certain metrics that I'm responsible for customized by the manager. So I'll type in my information on a daily basis. I can edit it at any time. And then Nova's taking that in and comparing it against your actual benchmarks and metrics. So you're going to set like obviously like a quota. You'll set a benchmark for metrics, like how many emails are we sending? Or like, what's my reply rate? What am I expecting from people? Stuff like that. And then it compares it, and then it's going to tell you the bottlenecks. And it's also going to then show you content on how to fix those. So, like, one example could be I have an SDR who maybe is doing generally okay, but they're like, they're not hitting their quota, like they're not on pace. And then maybe they're low in show rate and booking rate. So, like, basically, if they continued as is, they're not going to hit what I would expect them to hit with those two metrics by the end of the month. So, that's a red flag. So, I want to be able to fix that and make sure we accelerate that. So, Nova will say, hey, what's going on, Jesse, you know, your show rate and your booking rate are currently not in pace. Here's how to fix those metrics. And then we kind of give a little like a little tab for each one and piece it in content on how to fix each of those metrics. So the sales leader can start with that, which is obviously a really helpful thing from speed but also the rep can come in in real time and also just take a look at what's going on too. So if they're, they don't have a long call with them yet, or maybe the manager is busy and they're underwater, they can actually just start attacking their own problems now. So we're just kind of giving that insight in real time without having to go to like a dashboard or a chart or you know plug, plug in six or seven different data points to one thing. We kind of just tell you like what you really want to know, which is what do I have to do right now <laughs> to fix it?
1: Got it. Okay. And then where Kyle comes in is, if they see one of the data points is starting to lag, that you can kind of self-correct by consuming some of his training content.
2: Exactly, yeah. That was actually like, we didn't have that before Nova, the original. If you actually look at the original designs we had for this version like way last year, we kind of just said what the problem was, mm-hmm. but we didn't really say anything else. That was helpful too, don't get me wrong. But so with Kyle, if you guys don't know, obviously Kyle, he's the, the SDR you know, sales guru, I'd say, obviously along with David with sales development. So he knows a lot. So what we've done kind of with Kyle and his content is on these specific metrics, the breakdown is, let's say like there's a booking rate problem. Well, Kyle, with all of his experience, he knows exactly what to do in every possible scenario to like, let's say, increase booking rate and improve it. So by starting with that, instead of that the sales manager's hunch, or maybe it's a new sales leader, like an SDR manager happens all the time if they don't have any experience, right? You already get this world-class training on that specific metric where like you're most, you're very likely to obviously increase that booking metric if you use that content and use Kyle's training to start off with. So that's exactly what we're doing. We're kind of just showing the right content from Kyle's expertise with those certain metrics, depending on the rep.
1: Got it. And so the manager can then say as well, okay, you're struggling in this one area. Here's a piece of content that could potentially help you. Go ahead and try some of the tips that are in the content and then come back to me next week and let's look at it.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, like a lot of we'll find that, you know, some sales leaders will look at this as a base point and they might still have some unique cases with their business model, or maybe they have some alternate notes to add, right? Like, yeah, this is good, but like, let's also do these specific things or let's document this in our one on one. So, obviously, they can use Nova just as a nice base point. But again, it gives you like a kind of point of reference as well. Because if we know, you know, in real time, we're detecting this, we also know in a week on the next one on one to say, hey, like last week, booking rate and show rate was your red flag. This week, it's just show rate. So first of all, congratulations on increasing your booking rate. We're closer to where we want to go. And that lets you kind of see that every single day. Like, where are we with that goal? We said we're going to in one week or in one month, we're going to fix this. Have we made progress toward that? Has our pace, are we going from not a pace at risk, maybe, right? We have that improvement there. So it just kind of gives you that documented base point for the leader.
1: Got it. And so if you look back to a couple of years ago, when you were running the program, and you were just confused, and then fast forward to having this ability, how would that potentially help you? And based on your experience?
2: Yeah, so it would have been amazing. So at the time, you know, with those four STRs, I had one in particular, that was a little more senior, like he knew what to do. And he like, he had a lot better skill set with prospecting. His biggest thing actually was funny enough activity, right? It's actually really good conversion rates, but he just wasn't doing enough. And then I had two or three other ones that it was a mix of conversion inactivity. But for example, what I found at that time, one of the things was show rate. We were getting like a 30% show rate for the meetings that they did book, which wasn't much anyway. And that was really affecting a lot of the sales development. So with Nova, for example, back then, if they were just typing in instead of Airtable and like trying to do it together just into Nova, I would have number one known kind of the strengths of each rep. And know what that distribution was of quota. They have like a meeting quota. Like I would know, hey, John's doing okay. These three are not doing even close to okay. I need to really focus on these three, right? So I can prioritize the coaching. And then also in the individual metrics, again, these guys were doing 10 or 11 things. I mean, they're sending a Facebook message, they're replying, they're following up to their priority inbox. There's all these things they have to do. So I really wanna know, like, number one, where are the red flags? But also, what's the highest yield out of those metrics? if I know four out of those 10 metrics are, let's say not on pace, but one of them is like very easy to fix. And if I fix it, it has a very high kind of yield from that. I'm just going to have them attack that. Whereas without Nova, I was kind of like, yeah, like, let's look at your messages. Okay, let's look at your replies, how much activity you're doing. All right, just try to fix all of it. You know, I couldn't really prioritize what it was. I just kind of told them, hey, we just got to do better And everything. It was just too generic. So NOVA really lets me pinpoint, like if I'm doing surgery as a surgeon, right? What's that one thing I can do? If I just fix this a little bit, it just totally changes like the entire model in focusing on that. And this is something Kyle talks a lot about too, like just that 10% change in like one to three areas on a metric that could literally double your revenue just by increasing that a little. That'd be the difference. It'd be a lot faster for me to pinpoint those things.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm just thinking, you know, 20 plus years ago, I won't say how long, but it used to just be,
2: <laughs> oh, just make more calls, you know,
1: just make oh, more calls. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like that'll fix everything. Meeting over, you know, and it's like now, wow. I mean, fast forward to now, you can really dive into just each component of the conversion rate, it seems.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think kind of like we recorded our own podcast episode, I think on that topic, like a few days ago, the whole like make more calls thing. Cause, it's true, like you have a dial to connect rate, the dial to booking rate, but then even inside like the kind of the dial to connect, like we can even break that down into several metrics. And he went through this experiment on the episode where, like if you just change one of those submetrics without changing the lead list, without changing all these really hard operational things, you're able to double basically the booking rate. and it was just manipulating that metric. So it's kind of just turning that sales process into a more data-driven science kind of based process where you can break it down. And obviously you have to track those things to do so. But yeah, it's crazy. All those reps that were told that, you know, 20 years ago that like, hey, just make more dials. I mean, there was so much unrecognized revenue or, you know, meeting bookings that came from that. If they did it over a period of time, you know, for years, if you just think about like the revenue leak essentially from those operations. So yeah, definitely it's a brave new world. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And you have to be able to make your own determination based on the data, what the problem is, because for example, and God bless them, there's a lot of companies that sell dialing software. And their whole thing is, if you call 10,000 people a day, then you're going to have X number that you actually connect with. And Mm -hmm. so everything is just make more calls, make more calls, but it's kind of, okay, 100%, you need to sell your software, we get it. But at the same time, is that really the silver bullet Answer of sales development. You know, I think it's much more nuanced, right?
2: Yeah, I agree. I even think the top level, not strategy, but like the software tool stack, a lot of people use in like a sales team setup is we have like kind of our CRM where we're going to probably pipe all of our data to ultimately. And then we've got these like tools that are very tactical. So you've got like what's like the lavenders of the world, like helping with the specific email replies right in the trenches. You've got the sales engagement tools, the calling dialer softwares, where like we're gonna physically do stuff, right? And then I have some good reporting, but the problem is a sales leader like has to ingest all of that themselves to know what the whole picture is to make a decision for a rep. The rep is gonna use three or four different softwares that no software can tell them. So yeah, those dialers number one, but they usually, like you said, they're kind of selling like silver bullet, right? It's activity, but also a lot of them don't really have native even reporting to allow you to see or allow you to change conversion rates very quickly. Cause like I even did a teardown last week of a very popular sales engagement tool, like a, a sequence dashboard they had out of the box. And it was hard for me to even find the connect rate. And even from there, like how do I increase it? And also like the numbers I see here, are they good? You know, are they bad? I don't know that, right? All that tool is telling me is this is how many calls you made. This is your connect rate. You do the rest. But a sales leader doesn't need that. It's very easy to add these functionalities of like, Hey, like, is this good benchmark? Is this a bad benchmark? So yeah, I think a lot of them, like they sell like the tactical silver bullet, not a silver bullet, they help. Like we all need those tactical tools. But I think a lot of times leaders need something above all that to begin their day with, to know where to attack. If I have a team of SDRs and I double click on one guy, John, and John's really bad with email reply rate, So, okay. I know that now I have to go attack that. Here's my content. But I also know that Lavender, let's say helps with that. And I know he's using Lavender. So let me double click on that. And maybe on the call or in Slack, he can say, oh, dude, I haven't been using Lavender's Chrome extension. I've just been emailing, right? Well, why don't you try doing that? So now I have a tactical solution or in the same way, I might have Maybe it's on a deal on an account executive or something. If we're going through, let's say even on Nova, right? I'm tracking this. Hey, your stage one to stage two conversion is super low. Like it's like one third of the rest of the team. What's up with that? Oh, well, this is the explanation why. Well, why don't we go double click on that specific deal and see where your issues are? And then we can go like to our CRM or our if we have a deal software, right? So, it's like you want to begin with strategically first, like what's the high level view of my team and where are those holes? And then we can then either look into or use those other tactical tools to fix those specific issues, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, yeah. And so you're thinking of this. This is sort of a layer over. Like, if you go to, we have a market map. There's over 500 companies that are involved. There's probably, I don't know, maybe more or less now. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of companies that have beyond just the base layer for sales development, like all the different tactical solutions and outsourced providers and things like that. But the way that you're thinking about it is there's a layer above that of getting all that information into something actually useful for the leadership.
2: Exactly, even the reps. I think that's the point is, I think when these softwares come out, Which they should. I'm not saying it's an issue, but like when you build a SaaS for a specific purpose, as a founder, when you build that, you're very like, I'm going to solve this problem. It's going to be amazing. Like, we're going to crush this. But sometimes you can lose sight of the user's overall day to day or their life. Like, it's so much on that one problem. And I think that's what's happened. We have all these tools that are like really good. Like, they're doing very well in revenue. They have a ton of customers. They have a lot of product development resources, and they're very high quality pieces of software. But as they get bigger, a lot of them just get, they're so focused on making that product good. They start to like stop having customer success reviews or product reviews with their users they stop questioning and being curious. And it's to the point where, like, when I did interviews for Nova, especially like in, like, in the tech sales industry, I heard the same thing over and over and over again, you know, especially in the sales development teams. Like, they're like, dude, I, I just have four tools that all do one specific thing and I can't put it together to figure out what I have to do. And that's, I think that's really it. Like, the first thing we need to do is make a decision on what the action is going to be in coaching. The next layer of that is like actually doing that, which we can then use tools to help with. So if I don't even know where to go, none of these tools are really going to help, you know, (laughs) like in the first place, essentially.
1: Yeah. And like one of the big trends right now is for the bigger tools to just start offering a full suite. So you don't need all the other tools. You just buy the one and it's got a little bit, it's like a Swiss army knife, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But most people that I talk to still have, you know, four or five different tabs open and they're toggling back and forth and they spend most of the time in the sales engagement platform, but then they got to go get the data from somewhere else and yada, yada, yada. And so what you're thinking of is if you find this situation, then you can lay Nova over the top of it and get good data that you can then use moving forward, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So right now, well, we have the free product coming out in a couple of weeks. So that's manual data entry, which is like, that's fine for like an STR function. But by the end of the year, we'll have a lot of major integrations with like a lot of the ones you've heard of like Salesforce, Outreach, Sales Off, those tools, and expand that. So the way it'll work with the integrations is we just come over it. And we're piecing together everything a sales leader and a sales like individual contributor needs to do their jobs and know what to do to perform at a high level. So whether that's like knowing what their superpower is going to be, duplicating top performers, best practices, like documenting it and, you know, comparing it with metrics, knowing how one rep is stacking against the rest of the team. These are the things a leader and a rep really need to know. The rest of the stuff beneath it, like an email open rate or, you know, like let's say our deal value, right? These very minuscule numbers usually aren't that meaningful at that level. So we're coming over, we're not competing with any tools. Like we're just going to come in, you know, integrate with all your tools and you can actually map it like to different metrics, right? Like AEs are probably going to use like more, let's say uh, CRM level kind of tools, right? Whereas like engagement tools are better for SDRs. So you'll have full control of that. And then once that's all in there, the sales leader can really just kind of come in and say, here's my team. What are we doing today? How are the goals doing? Cool. Here's my action plans for every single rep. And then let's go attack those specific plans. And then you can kind of go to those other tools. And same for the rep as well. They're using three tools as an individual contributor. Like they're going to be using sales engagement tools and maybe the CRM and stuff. They can go into their profile and also just be like, oh dude, like, hey, I'm trying to get Presence Club, right? Where am I with that? Am I on my pace to do that? Can I hit my own goal? as an individual contributor and Nova gives them that insight too. So it's more of just helping putting it all together and making it something meaningful and simple for someone to understand just so they can go take action. That's really all we're trying to do, right? No one wants to go to a dashboard so they can read and put something together in their brain to find out what to do. They just want to know what to do because obviously they're not a quota, right? I'm not a quota. Okay, cool. What do I have to do? Like that's, that's what we're trying to do with Nova. Just what's the fastest line to that possible.
1: It would be initially free to use. And then, do they kind of bump up against like a usage limit or when do they have to tier up to pay for Nova?
2: Yeah, so we have the free one that'll come out in 2 weeks. So basically, Demo comes out and then in Q sometime in Q3 we'll have our team plan launched. So the team plan, that's where we're going to have integrations, we'll have a lot more features for teams like duplicating top performers. So, but in the meantime, though the main difference on the free plan is you have, when the team plan's out, it'll be up to five users total. And that'll be like the trigger to go to the team plan. Because if you have more than five reps, like you'll need the team plan. That's essentially the way it works. But the free plan, you'll see it's very individual specific. So when you have a free, let's say you have like four sales reps, you're using the free plan, you'll get really deep stuff in each rep, but it's not as much on like the whole picture. So that's where our difference maker is of the our actual team plan that you'd be paying for. So, but if you're a small team, like that's why like a lot of these like big features you don't really need with a smaller team. It's more so just like, I can just click on John, Steve, Reagan, Stacey, and know like where they are with quota, their red flags. They can see that that's usually enough for someone. So that's why we made that part free and allowing those like smaller sales teams to kind of get started with it. And then when they're ready to really like, all right, I'm getting a bigger team now. I really want to make sure like we're eliminating every revenue leak, of, you know, <laughs> imaginable on the sales team, then they can go to the team plan where they have a lot more depth of features essentially.
1: Got it. Okay, and that's helpful for you in developing it. If you have a lot of free users, you can see how they're using it, what breaks, and the bugs, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like tester.
2: Obviously, we're, we're finishing up our QA, you know, now for the release of the free one. And I have been so tight on it. Like that's our developer, these poor developers. And I'm just like, guys, we got this and this and that. And that's not. It'll when we have free users, it'll be really helpful to tighten everything up. And it, we almost have two hundred people. 200 companies in our way list, we have 10 to 15 that like are kind of our high priority, like early you know, adopters when the free month comes out, they'll get it first and they're world class organizations. These are sales ops leaders, sales managers that have a larger team. They use like the best tools in the market and they just really want to have the insight. So I know the feedback we'll get from them just using it for free will be phenomenal and we'll be able to really develop a, a really high quality product in, in time for the team plan release. So I'm really excited that we're able to do that for free. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, I'm excited. to I want to get on the waiting list. So, <laughs> I mean, is it still available or how do we get involved?
2: Yeah, no, it's still available. So you can just go to nova.app, N-O-V-A-H, very specific spelling, dot .app, and you could join the waitlist. The waitlist will just be up. And then once it's out for free, you just sign up. If you're listening to this like two months later, you can just go to the website, sign up for free. And um, yeah. That's
1: great. Well, Joe, thanks for coming on. This is really interesting. I think this is long needed. And especially partnering up with Kyle for that expertise, it's going to be super
2: successful. I know, the dude's so, a stud. I'm sure you guys listen to this podcast, you know that Kyle's a stud. <laughs> you know yeah, a stud.
1: yeah. Voris.com. <laughs> I'll put the show notes in there. Nova.app and then vorus.com. And, you know, Joe, thanks for coming on the show. If folks want to connect with you, what's the best way?
2: Yeah, you can go on LinkedIn. So I'm um, Joe Petruzzi, P-E-T-R-U-Z-Z-I, not in the mafia. Don't worry. I do kind of like data-driven sales content. Usually that's my kind of thing on LinkedIn. So if you want to follow that or uh, connect with me there, I accept all connections unless you try to sell me something in the first message. That's the best way to connect <laughs> exactly. with me.
1: Exactly. All right, Joe. Well, thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, David. Have a good one.
0: Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10Bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10Bound.com.